Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to this podcast. Hope you saw our last video. My name is Renee from Blazing Tech, and we have our special guest, Joe from uh, Tech We Love. And we got some special, special bulletins today. Like, actually, like, this is what's happened, been going on in the world. We have some very interesting topics about the Apple tracking looted phones that are being now being tracked because they broke in due to the protests of George Floyd. We also have the new iPad Pro, not the iPad Pro, should I be saying the new iPad Air? So iPad Pro, oh, hope to see you into the future one of these days. And we got a new uh, Apple supplier. We'll let you know more information about that as we keep going. We also got the new ransomware that affects that's affecting windows and linux machines it's crazy you don't hear linux machines getting affected that often do you joe no stable and we also got some news on the android phone processors so let's get started on the apple tracking phones so you you been hearing about that joe about all that protesting with the phones getting looted apple getting all the devices getting stolen and yeah i was gonna just uh you know we didn't talk about it last week because uh it wasn't really big news um at that time i i don't know why we were we were dealing with other things but um with with george floyd's uh death uh a lot of people were upset um i and i'm upset too uh i don't think anybody should be treated like that way with by police you know um but I don't think it excuses people from being stores. I totally agree uh, on a that. Lot, a, lot of, a lot of people were scared because their grocery stores were closed down because people are boarding up everything. Um, you know, people need to buy phones. You're destroying a store. That store might not come back ever. I don't know. There's a lot of things that happen. And so uh, kudos to Apple to protect their own merchandise. You know, it's it's their own uh, their own software, so and their own hardware, so. Yep. Yeah. Now, now Apple's really been talking about disabling and tracking some of the looted phones. So, what do you think about what do you think about that? Like, well, you know, it's actually it's kind of interesting actually because in the article, people were saying, well, there's this message that comes up. It tells you that it actually tells you some of them tells you exactly which store to bring it back to. Which really? Is pretty, yeah, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> and the thing is, though, we're, the legality, though, if you're bringing the phone back to the store, are 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 charges dropped against you, or are they still trying to pr- prosecute people for bringing a phone back? You know, like, are you going to get some kind of a criminal slap on the wrist, or are you going to try? I don't know. Like, are they going <laughs> to give you a, a lesser crime, like a misdemeanor or something? I, I I'm, I'm not sure. It's like just say this too. Like, what happens if I bought the phone from some stranger on the side of the street, and he's like, "Hey, yeah. look, bro, I have an iPhone," or selling it on Craigslist, and you buy it, and it tells you on there, "Take it to this store." Well, you're taking it to the store. So, what's gonna happen to that guy that actually bought the phone off the side of the road? Is he gonna get charged? Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, that they said they. Yeah, that just it's it's so complicated. I don't know what Apple will do. Then uh, I think. Uh... Because legal matters on top of legal matters there. That's so complicated. That's de- that's down the rabbit hole. The, the, what part is going to end up happening is those phones are not going to be sold as new. They're probably going to be sold as refurbished. 
Oh, you mean Apple when they yeah. get it back? If, if they App- ever got it back, if I don't got- think they're. I don't think they're gonna get it back. I doubt that um, too. But you just never know. Which, what, you know what could happen is a whole bunch of people just like throwing it away or give it to recycling centers or something. Oh yeah. Because they're like they're like, oh no, it's telling me to bring it back to the store. Can they track me to my house? This will be a story to follow up on in the next week or two to see if Apple actually like takes it further than just warning people. Definitely. It's like, very interesting. It, it, this article actually strikes home to me a little bit because I know it's them stealing phones from Apple, right? And Apple doing this. But I had my cell phone stolen from me like many, many years ago. Uh, I actually dropped it. I lost it, right? But the person... I was a young teenager and the person uh, was able to either, I either didn't have a password on or whatever. And then a a teenager who, you know, doesn't tell his parents to like get that phone disabled. They racked up like $1,800 in phone, uh, in phone charges, like downloading a whole bunch of songs and making a whole bunch of uh, calls to foreign countries. And it's like, more like my, my point is I've been robbed before with people taking phones that don't belong to them, right? And then abusing the system. Yep. I can only imagine how Apple feels having hundreds of thousands of dollars stolen from these stores. Yeah, definitely, man. I, I, it's gonna it's gonna hurt them financially from here, maybe a few months for, forward. And who knows? Well, and it's gonna be it's gonna be passed on to consumers in some form, you know. I feel I feel kind of oh well, yeah it's true because don't don't the consumers actually buy from Apple directly or oh, no 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 Apple's direct right the stores I don't know much about Apple stores um I've really actually I have to confess I've never bought an, an Apple product I'm kind of wondering life. I'm kind of wondering if these stores have to buy these store individual stores have to buy the products from Apple in order to sell the sell it. I'm kind of wondering yeah. because because I know that I know a company that I uh I used to work for they had in you know uh, for a company to sell like a third like a party and within a company have to sell they actually for the department has to buy the products from its own within the company in order to sell interesting and I'm not sure how this one is actually playing out if I'm guys if I'm if I'm wrong on this a it message here in the comments and let us know. We would totally appreciate to know what how does what it think, actually work? How actually Apple works? Who's gonna? Who, yeah, who's gonna? Who's who's taking the hits and where the where where are the apples gonna lie at the end of this? At the end of this, but yeah, it's like it's like it says. Uh, the the alert said, "Please return to Apple Walnut Street. This device has been disabled and is being tracked. Local authorities will be alerted." Oh, 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 my, I know what my point was when I lost the phone and I told like the police department, oh no, actually I called up my, my phone, uh, my, my provider. And I said, my phone's been stolen. They made all these phone calls to other countries. It's obviously not me. And they stole like $1,800 of phone, uh, of songs I've never downloaded. Right. They said they would not track the phone to find where the person was. And actually they said, they disabled the phone. They disabled it. So I don't know if like app, what Apple's thinking, like, you know, cause they are like, do they offer a, like a, like a service or do they go through like AT&T and 
what, what I what I do know definitely that's gonna happen is the IMEI is going to be blocked permanently across all towers, all networks, because pretty much almost all all um, networks are merging into one uh, tower. Remember I explained that to you in the first uh, in the first um, podcast yep. about the AI and the five G. The 5G is all every, all companies are going through one tower now. So every single thing is going to be is going to be blocked. And they said these phones would they they, they know how to make sure these phones are not going to Yeah. Anybody. They won't work for any no matter what company. You can't unlock them, you can't do nothing. They're just permanently just they're going to be as bricks. If that's going to be if this happens exactly to what I just said, it's going to be permanently blocked. So that that does that that means then because if they're not actually connected to a service, right? They haven't been connected to a service. It's like that you only could really track them if they had been connected to a service before they put this message before they like Correct. kind of them, before they break them. It's possible that they could try to connect it and it might work if if it connects to a network, like any kind of network, like a Wi-Fi or something. It'll probably say that you know, phone has been stolen. And they could track it that way. Yeah, because if there's no chip in there, like how how is he gonna know 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 it's stolen? Yeah. Because it has to connect to the app the Apple store completely. Like it has to talk talk to its servers because it updates and does everything. So it's just gonna be a useless phone. It's like, have you ever heard about the iCloud lock? No. If you forget your email on this sucker, you you lose your you lose your phone. Most people change. Most people change their change phones. Like if like if they change underwears, pretty much. Like no no offense to anybody. Like you know they they change phones like left and every right. Every generation. Every generation. But if the thing is with these iPhones, this happens on iPhones, and this it also happens on Samsung devices. iPhones actually have a a secure lock on it. So if you, like let's say you had an iPhone, because I don't like iPhones. Um, if you had an iPhone, uh, no offense, I Apple iPhone, I do have an iMac and stuff like that. People don't know, they'll be hating. I do support Mac at a certain point. Um, but the, um, that when you, if you forget your password to your iCloud, your phone is dead, bro. Like you just no backdoor to it. You, if your email gets hacked, your phone is gone too. You have to make sure you actually lock down to the to the point that you remember that the password and you have backdoor access to this email to these emails because it's the same it's the same thing with this what's going on right now they're, they're gonna lock the phone you're not gonna be able to use it I've had people come to me saying hey can you unlock my phone it's like where did you get the phone I bought it off somebody well bro it's it's showing me it's somebody else's email. And you can't log in because it's permanently gone. So, so I think that's what Apple's gonna be doing, an, like an iCloud, like an iCloud lock, but a uh, IMEI block on the this, because it, I know that if you block a phone, it blocks IMEI on the tower. Because I one time I got a customer client when I had a business, they came in and the the phone was stolen. It was IMEI blocked on the tower. You got to make sure. Yeah. I mean, I buy all my phones from uh, Walmart. So, oh, I actually have a very, I'm not sure if I told you this story before. Um, when I first, I, I, I had a phone number 
and I used it and I, and, and for some reason, they, somebody on the phone, I got it from Walmart. I was T-Mobile. They, my friends texted me and then this person texted them back and the phone like was not disconnected from that other person. So I had my phone with my card, my SIM card, and they had their phone and it was going to the same person. And so he was, and, and then also on top of that, that was one weird thing. So that person was saying like really profane things to my friends. Right. Really? Like it, and it came when they looked at it, it looked like it was coming from me. So that was pretty embarrassing. Try to convince a whole bunch of people that I am who I am. And I would never say those horrible things. <laughs> so, so what did you have to do? You changed your phone number? I called up, uh, yeah, I did. You're right. At the end I had to, but I called up, uh, Walmart and they said, that's not possible. <laughs> so like, and I, I think I also talked about T-Mobile too. And they were like, saying it's not possible. And then, so I changed my phone number, right? And then the next weird thing happened. That phone, I got a text saying, like, it sounded like a robbery was going on. It was saying, like, hey, uh, what time, like, it was, it, I think it was asking me either, like, what are the, like, what are the security codes? Mm-hmm. Or it was asking me um, what time, like, what time the, cl- the store closed. It was very sketchy. I can't remember at the moment, but it was like, it was like a, Hey, we're going to do this crime text. Like, are you in kind of thing? Damn. And I was like, gosh, this Walmart phone, how many people had access to this phone? Like, <laughs> our phone, like how much, how much in Walmart is like going around, you know? Yep. You just, you know, it's, I, I tried buying it for, you try buying it from a, a legitimate company. And then there's still all this stuff that's going on. Yeah, definitely. Everything's going on right now, man. It's... Well, th- and this was like this was like two years ago. So, oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. This was two years ago. I thought so, it was only like, recent. During calm periods, this was happening. Oh man! So Dude, I, can, what... I can only imagine the scams that are happening now. So what? Oh, tell me about that. <laughs> According to these topics that are coming up, um, it might some of these actually might actually be part of this this crisis. Who knows? Yeah, uh, let's go. Let's. Let, I mean, let's finish up. Let's finish up on this topic. But you know, a lot of stores had to put in curfews and close stores. Um, they had to shorten their hours. Um, the the protests have been um, widespread in many country, many st- uh, sorry, many cities of the, of the of the country. You know, um, my heart goes out to everybody who's been protesting. Um, but then there's the people who are not protesting peacefully that ruin it for everybody else. Correct. And uh, so I'll end with saying like Apple CEO said, uh, even though they're doing the whole, we want to keep our phones. We want to, we don't want to be stolen from. They said, um, send a memo to employees over the weekend saying that Floyd's death was senseless and noted that now is not the time to stand on the sidelines. Yep. He said, he continued to say to our colleagues in the black community, we see you. You matter, your lives matter, and you are valued here at Apple. Yep. I'm, I'm very glad that he, the CEO, stated that. Yep. Thinks coming from, coming to somebody from a very high, high perspective, uh, a, man, a main person up above at this, that, at, that should stand something for some, uh, these, the black community and 
very ish. They should hopefully they, every, they appreciate that. Yep. And you know, we see you. We're we're talking about it. We're trying to get the the, the issues of uh, police brutality solved. But please don't steal our phones. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Surprised that surprisingly that they haven't start they haven't um, robbed or mobbed anybody on the streets because of the after the after the looting. Surprisingly, that didn't happen. I was expecting I was expecting uh, phones and stuff like that to get stolen, wallets and stuff like that. And also the crisis thing is happening too at this point of time, the human crisis, you yep. know. And I mean, I was expecting more to this pandemic to this protest, you know, to be happening. Uh, but it seemed that it, it ended up going a lot better. Yeah. After after this looting, after this looting happened. Well, yeah, I, I oh, every day I was praying for peace. You know, every day, like, let there be peace, because it just seems like, you know, day after day. And who knows what the next few weeks will bring. But it's like. We're still we're still dealing with this human malware that's everywhere. And everybody's like stressed out. Like everybody, like <laughs> so many people are unemployed and uh, coming back to work and figuring out how to like navigate and pay their bills. You know. Yeah, like I've talked to several people and friends of mine that that we I've said I've stated that a lot of these people that are rioting and looting and this protest, all this is starting to occur because of the um, because of the con- we've been so confined to home for the last like almost sixty days, yeah. and there's still a lot of people being. Con- confined to their homes and i understand like you know you're not being well from the head you're not it's you're losing sanity to this world due to the to that and it's it's adding to insanity to everybody and well and actually that. that's i mean we don't have to go too far into the, the legal thing but that's actually somebody said that uh i've thought about it, and other people thought about it on tv and stuff that maybe maybe these police officers might try to do like insanity please you know yeah. That COVID has made them crazier, you know, that they've done stuff. Um, but also that these 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 looters, they might do like an insanity plea if they got caught. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because <laughs> we're that. just doing like like we're all insane. Like <laughs> Yeah, because we've been cooped up and we can't do go anywhere. Like, you know, I'm f i am I feel kind of lo- lost in this world now a little bit. Not a lot. Yeah. Now I'm pretty sure you too. Yep. I'm like everybody's sure. just it's a little bit out of whack, you know. Like I haven't seen my friends in months because they work in healthcare and I just don't want to take the chance of bringing it back home to somebody who's vulnerable, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's like, you know, like I gotta tell you, I'm not sure. Like our uh, Minnesota state fair is canceled this year. Damn. So like big things are canceled and like garage sales that were going to happen in May were pushed to September. Who knows if those are going to go on because like, you know? <laughs> yeah. And also probably the, the looted phones are going to probably yep. be in garage sales. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's buyers beware. <laughs> buyers beware. Like he said, yeah. <laughs> that's going to, that's going to end this topic. And we do have some, uh, not comments, but we do have some things like here. Josh uh, states, those people are that are ruining the peaceful protests are plants. They were hired to make uh, the peaceful protesters look bad. The government is trying to reverse the narrative. Yeah, I, I do think some people thought that some people were, you know, being bussed in from different places. The people who were less peaceful and, you know, yeah, I, they weren't. I mean, the people who were looting, they were. I I saw all different ethnicities looting. You know, yeah, it was it was not just one group. 
Yeah, I don't know if it's true. I, I heard I heard something about somebody getting arrested. I don't want to mention names here, but um, I'm pretty. I don't know if you heard about it. Like a uh, YouTuber actually might be getting arrested and sent to jail for a year. No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, because he was inside the looting. He wasn't at the mall looting. He wasn't looting, but his everybody everybody around him was. But him and his friends were just there recording. So I don't know if it's true if he's going getting locked up or not. So yeah, I gosh, I you wouldn't. I don't know. Oh, Josh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, 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 I personally, I, I, I'm more of a peaceful protester. I, I protest by typing and by calling people. I'm not usually out in the streets. <laughs> at this at this at this human crisis right now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put go out there in the world like just do gather gathers. I would rather sit by my home and just support uh, protesting. You know what's going on, but I don't support the looting, man. It. it well, well, I was also, uh, yeah, I was also like my family were also praying for the people that were out there protesting, you know, yeah. because we're hoping we're praying that they, they don't catch COVID because yeah. they're all together. Even if they're, some of them are wearing masks, they're not all wearing masks Yeah. and masks, ma guys, masks do not make you, <laughs> they're not perfect. They're not like, like even though, even the really expensive masks, you want to make sure you keep that distance. Because even even nurses and doctors who are wearing these masks, they catch the COVID. Yeah, the thing is, wearing the mask, it's not to it's not to prevent you from catching it. It's actually to prevent you from spreading it. Because well, yeah, well, like the, more of the cheaper ones, yeah. But like the ones that the doctors use, like yeah. the N95s and stuff. Yes, those that's only like ninety five percent like good you know but also you have to take into effect pap pap suits yeah you need to actually do a lot of hand hand sanitizing a lot yeah. and clothes sanitization you need to take your clothes off when you get from outside come in put into the into your hamper most people don't do that yeah so we're just praying for those people because you know hopefully it didn't increase the spreading or anything you know yeah like josh here said it's it's, it's been happening for years and for all these types of protests yeah, you're saying like people coming into protests and not people infiltrating and making the protests worse. Yeah, it just yeah. to make it just to make it worse and just to get people get people hurt and just to and stuff yeah. like that. So just it just it's just evil. Yeah. So cool. let's go to the next topic. Um, you know a lot more about this than I do. I don't. I've never bought an Apple product. Uh, confessingly. Um, there's a, a new iPad. Oh, wait. the new iPad Air could be incredible. Yeah, I'm wondering how how incredible this new the new device is going to be. Yeah, because it states move over iPad Pro. The new Apple iPad Air could be incredible. So let's see what let's see what this topic's all about. Because like we've read this topic and it seems very interesting because they are actually gonna be out of its out of its on the iPad Air is this is going to be the first iPad Air with a USB-C port. Yeah, because they're finally replacing the because they're using the lightning port lightning port right now at this point in time. They're moving over to the USB-C port in this new iPad. Uh yeah, because it states right there it will be the first iPad outside of the Pro lineup to feature the USB-C connectivity. But also it's gonna be be able to. This is this is blew my mind just thinking about this. Like you know, just thinking about it, it's gonna be built. Uh, iPad design apps for designers, but the additional USB C would offer much more versatility. 
hospitality, allowing DSLR cameras or external storage to be connected without the need of extra dongles. The extra convenience along with the, the Air's mid-range price could be a game changer for design artists on the go. So what do you think about that so far? Well, I'm all for advancements. And uh, I, 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 again, I confess, I need to learn more about the Apple products and, and where they place um, and what the importance are. Um, I don't know. Any, any, anything that has more versatility, that's awesome. Um, less, you know, extra things, ex, extra dongles. Um, it's awesome that those dongles exist, though, when you can't. <laughs> oh, definitely. I use but, it for, I, I use dongles for my the iPad two and ipad the new ipad that's what it's called the new ipad that's the third ipad that's ever come out in existence and i have the second one so i have to use dongles to hook up my camera of my camera and any accessories i need to it but it's nothing compared to the USB-C. man USB-C does everything josh is saying why are they calling it an air is it lighter than the mini i'm not sure <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I should look into that. Maybe we should talk about this in the next one. Why is the iPad Air called the Air versus the Pro? <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, and, they say they said that the uh, the Mako Takara's report uh, said that there's rumors that the Air, the iPad Air, could have a 11 inch uh, display. It's a design based on the current iPad Pro. So. Pretty much is just copying the pro to the air and then bringing more functionality to it. Yeah, I, I do like that. That is pretty cool. I'm really kind of wondering what Josh said. Like, you know, why is it called the air versus pro? <laughs> <laughs> Does it float oh. like Josh says? Oh. <laughs> oh man, but it is going to be good for design, design artists. I'm not going to lie on that. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, other people know more about it than me about what you can do with it. But the only the only bad part about this is that uh, they would love to see some feature, some pro features brought to the air, such as the Apple Pencil Two and the Magic Keyboard. They, they uh, by closing that gap, that uh, the Air and the Pro could well hit the sweet spot between the functionality and the price. Doesn't mention any. There's no release dates at this point in time. On the uh, hasn't, and the iPad Air hasn't been refreshed since last March. So hopefully we hear. They're saying that hopefully we hear something by sometime 2020. Sounds. Oh. So if we go on to the uh, next article. Um. Again, with the human malware, we've already said it once, but uh, with the human malware, uh, I didn't think it was going to be the case. Uh, some people had said like uh, things production wasn't going to slow down, but um, actually, I'm wondering if this ties into the first topic we were talking about. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it says Apple uh, supplier Broadcam is suggesting a uh, a delayed iPhone launch this year, so pushing it weeks back than a normal uh, showing that it would normally do with the balancing of the sheets. I'm kind of wondering that too. I'm wondering if it, it is related, like you stated. That they have to kind of, they have to kind of figure out 
how how great their losses are mm-hmm. you know before like everybody's kind of like with their uh some 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 companies are like skyrocketing with profits you know depending on which company like social media is going up right yeah uh but some of these companies though they don't know how much supply they should put out there because the supply and the demand are erratic yeah and so maybe some of these shortages we've seen for like power supplies and cpus and gpus and stuff some of it might be related to they're only going to put so much out there because they don't know how how, how well it's going to sell or it could be that a lot of it just sells really well but uh you know yeah like for us me at work uh i really can't say much but uh, our products i can't tell what company i work for but um our company suppliers has been affected due to um due to this this crisis and human malware like joe states that that suppliers have been pushed back and our projects too at work have been delayed due to the suppliers and stuff and it's it's not just a little it's it's massively impacted so a lot of the a lot of the uh, factories in China and uh, all like the deliver the, the shipments. Yeah, everything's been everything's been it, slowed down and shut down. Or completely, it's been shut down. We're starting to see shipments, but it's been at a, at a very slow delay because yeah, it's it everything starting to trickle to go, up. Yeah, it's it, because they still have to go through customs and uh, because they have to ship, come back to work. They have to do this. They have to disinfect it. They have to. They have, there's more processes than what there is, and then we start receiving parts, and then we send it out. And our process going from us to the ship to the actual locations is actually um, a different process, and it's a lot faster. That from once we receive it, it's a lot faster to push out. But the next process is we have to make sure we're sanitized as well. Yep. to be pushed out so that's a little process on our side too so yeah that's something i had always thought about is all the different levels of sanitation as it goes from one country to another country and then goes into different supply lines you know it's like, yeah i can't i can't speak i can't speak for every company in the world yeah. out there what the process is or what they do to sanitize i don't know if they have to sanitize products or they have to make sure that humans are the the humans are the ones that actually have to be sanitized more Yep. And or and how far people have to be six feet and they're monitoring that like at, at my work, we all have to be six feet. If not, we get sent home for not following it and we get pulled to the other aisles and stuff like that. So, so there's different things that we have to do. Yeah, it's just it's this crisis has made things so weird. I have a job that I'm I'm going back to where normally I'm face to face with the person. It's I'm doing something really close to that person. And now I have to, now I'm going to be wearing a mask and being six feet away from that person who I'm normally, they're normally like in my arms and I'm doing stuff with them. Right. Like I, I, I've taught swim lessons, but now I have to teach them six feet away. Like it's very stressful. And there's like not that many people going to be there compared to normal. Everything's like shut down and yeah, just adjusting to the new world until, until we figure out a vaccine. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's all true, man. It's like, like, um, I wonder. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I lost my thought. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I lost my train of thought here for a minute. Um, uh, completely lost my well, thought. Josh, Josh is asking if you walk if you walk through a decontamination station. Well, the way we walk in, we walk in to the office. We go in and get checked temperature. We have to carry a sticker twenty four seven 
We have to hold it for our dear lives throughout the whole day from beginning to because I work at almost eight or 12 hour shifts. So I have to carry that sticker with me and make sure don't lose it all day long. Because if I lose it, I get thrown out of the building. So that, that, that sticker says you have no fever. I have no fever. <laughs> and then, um, because now I have to get checked again. So it has to follow, I have to follow product protocols. And then I have to constantly sanitize my whole hands. And there's like no sanitation. Like you, they spray you down. There's none, none of that. It just like, <laughs> but they, we do walk in. It's like, just walk in. We sanitize. We have to constantly sanitize. Uh, we have to wear gloves and everything, but it sounds kind of more, it's more eased up now because of this, uh, the crisis says a lot. Everything's starting to open up more. Yeah. But Texas is going really through a bad crisis right now still. Yeah. You say like some places the numbers are going down, some places they're going up and oh, people don't, yeah. they don't see the, they don't see the whole picture yet. And people aren't like totally freaking out in some places. Oh, hell yeah. Pretty much. It's like, we're pretty much oh. en- ending our topic here, but go ahead, Joe. Yeah. Well, I was going to say uh, hi to uh, Mike and to Josh. Uh, and, and, and thank you. I hope that maybe that's a compliment. He said, I sound like a football announcer. I'm not sure if it's the microphone or <laughs> just my voice. <laughs> it could also, it could also be your, um, your suppressor. Yeah, it could be. We, uh, we improved the audio this week for anybody who listened to our previous podcast. We're using more filters, trying to improve the quality. So, yeah, I don't know how y'all hear me better now because yeah. I'm using a new, a brand new mic that I just bought. And this is, I, I'm not using no, uh, I'm supposed to be using a cloud lifter. I'm supposed to be using um, audio interface. I'm just connected directly to a USB and using software to manage my filtration off the system, which I do know I need more gain on my microphone. I have to manually adjust every setting manually. Yeah, so Renee's gone from his, he was using condenser mic last week. Now he's using a dynamic mic this week. And if you can tell from my background, this week I've had some problems. Uh, My computer, the power supply died. So I'm on my laptop right now. So I'm using uh, this headphone uh, mic. Last week I was using the condenser mic with the uh, RTX voice, but I don't have RTX voice on my laptop. And so I've I've bought it. I've, I've... Luckily, it was under warranty, so that's coming in, and I'm also upgrading my PC. So when I get my PC working, I'll go into the specs about all that stuff um, next week when I do – either next week or a few weeks later when uh, we stream again. But uh, just to tell you a little some, – some updates of what we're doing with our channel. Just the sound's getting better. We've been doing the filters. We're, cha- we're, mess- we're playing around with mics to s- see if different things work better. So, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the input, Josh. And if yeah. you guys have any other comments or suggestions as to what we can do to improve the quality, let us know. Yep. So that brings us to the next topic. Uh, next topic is going to be very interesting, guys. I hope y'all are really interested into this next topic because I'm I'm excited for this next topic. Are you, Joe? Oh, this topic really, oh, it really irks me. Uh, but they have some really good advice. Um, are you talking about the ransomware? Oh hell yeah, man! It's like this. This one's gonna be a very interesting topic. I'm not, I'm like so excited for this topic. I've been so waiting I'll, to get to this. I'll introduce it, and then you can go a little bit into it. Oh, you go, go for you can go ahead and introduce it, it man. It's it says this new ransomware is targeting Windows and Linux PCs uh, with a unique attack. So uh, they say researchers are detailing the unusual workings of Tycoon ransomware, which appears to uh, be designed to stay under the radar as much as possible. And they are targeting um, education, 
uh, centers, and uh, there was a different somewhere else too. But I, mean, I know they're attacking to a compromised network that have been attacked previously. But oh, yeah, Probably. and it's and it's a very in an uncommon, uncommon way and a very oh. unique style. Okay, it says education and software industries. So there, a lot of it's like ransomware where they're they're getting you to download something, and now they take control of your computer, and then they encrypt your computer, so now you can't get into it because you need a password. Yep. Yep. And uh, so that's. I've always, <laughs> I really don't like viruses or ransomware. Uh, I've never been a proponent of any of that kind of stuff. Never dabbled in it ever. Uh, but the good news is they have some advice. They say that if you back up your system, right, back up all your information with backup servers, you don't have to pay the ransomware. You just get the new, you know, get, like if, if yep. you locked out your system, either up, what does it do? Do you upgrade? Do you uh, have to buy a new drive? And just you just wipe it out. Most most of the ransomware is just software based. It just locks the operating system. So all you do is just factor reset it. Because if you if you had a boot sector virus, that's when you actually have to remove. You have to actually remove the drive if you get a boot sector virus. But boot sector viruses really don't longer exist much today in society because since we're moving to SSDs, with SSDs, guys, if you don't know what SSD is, a solid state drive, and they've been out for a while. And they're exactly like little flash drives, pin drives, and everything you use, but at a bigger scale for desktops, laptops, phones, and stuff like that. So give me your heads up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was gaming on some uh, hard drives, but I decided my new system, I'm, I, I even wasted money. I bought like a terabyte or two terabyte uh, hard drive. I'm going to give that to my brother, but I'm going to go on to only SSDs. <laughs> yeah, I just moved to I just moved over to an SSD off my my iMac because my iMac was running so sluggish and I was I'm like dying from it. Yeah, I you it takes forever to download games, it takes forever to load the games up and we're talking about like 70 gigabyte games. Uh yeah, and then also too uh going back to this topic, this is is a common attack vector for malware com campaigns and it often exploits servers with weak and previously compromised issues yep. and also um and weak passwords so make correct weak passwords the attackers maintain persistence by using ifeo which is image file execution options if i said i feel wrong i'm sorry but and settings that more often provide developers with ability to debug software. The attackers also use privilege to disable anti-malware software using process hacker in order to stop removal of their attack. What I usually recommend before you before you could get infected with the virus, I usually install Alvast. It's free software I use and if you buy it, you could buy it. It's it's a, it's a it's affordable. I think it's like 50 or 60 dollars or 70 dollars a year. You buy it and you get um you could actually 
defend yourself from uh, like you know internet security attacks you protect yourself a lot of different ways but i a lot of people don't do is put a password on your antivirus if you put a password on it mal uh, a lot of antiviruses you won't your if you won't get infected with the virus because there's a password because so viruses, where do you where do you put that password like who, who does a vast have a password for this yes or where do you... there's a password uh set i whenever i used to run my, uh a i install a vast for a lot of my clients and i've always given my clients the password that i set up for them privately because that prevents um the, uh, a virus or an infection to disable the antivirus because viruses have a tendency even malware everything because it disables the antivirus completely through registry oh, Interesting, because I, I downloaded Avast recently, and I got their free six other two months service. I got they're like, oh, you don't want the service? We'll offer you two months of this, two months of that, two months of this. So I gave I did two months of everything. But you're saying there's something else that I need to go in the settings to yes. set up a password. Correct. You have to set the password up and also understand how the settings background works because when you install Avast and you install antiviruses most people don't know there's still more to install into setting it up sometimes in certain applications certain antiviruses you have to do a little bit more to it avast what i did is i exported the settings and i used those settings and i would i would just launch those settings to anybody that wanted them i would give it out for free free settings for avast and i would give that out to anybody that wants it but i, I right at this point i don't have the one set for this current version I have it for the older versions, but as soon as I create a video for Avast and I'll show y'all on how to properly secure your uh, Avast and computer computer from ever getting infections. And it works. I can't say you're going to be a hundred percent protected because there's some viruses that, that you, you know, you're still going to, you're still going to get some ransomware because, or browser settings, you know, and some other, other things you're going to get infected, but you're going to, your computer is going to be more stable than what it, what it was. And I only recommend two antiviruses in the world that's out there and I've tested and used and, and I've known that I've never gotten infected. Even to today, I've never gotten infected because I've used those two, those two main ones I've ever used or actually three, should I say. And so Avast is one? Avast is on my number one list. Um, if you want to look more into Avast, go look it up. It's avast.com, A-V-A-S-T.com. If you want two one. Yeah, and then you also got um, what's the other one? Nod thirty two, and that's a good another good one. And then the other one is Malwarebytes. Malwarebytes, you can run Malwarebytes with your antivirus. Malwarebytes is actually a malware remover, and that I constantly, depending how often you surf the web, how often you 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 do everything on the computer, it removes a lot. It your computer builds up a lot of malware and a lot of stuff on there but you have to i would recommend using malware bytes every so often as much as possible possible i'll put a description down below on malware bytes and od32 and avast so you could take a look into it if you decide to buy it yeah and i'm not sure if you mentioned this but they said that these attacks were different because uh uh they're unique because they they target uh java correct isn't isn't a, a method they yeah, it's the, the, they're the, using uncommon languages to correct, and and now I'm surprised that they haven't started using Python, and Python will not be detected through through any antivirus, no matter what you do. So. And you, and you could actually pretty much bypass anything. 
I want to bring up the comical part about this because I've had, you know, I'm not sure if you've ever had it. Maybe people have had it before where you get the whole, oh, no, you've gone to a website and now they think they, they take control of your screen and they're saying, do not turn your computer off, blah, 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 blah. Right. So that's like the, that's like the light version. So all you do is you turn your computer off and turn it back on and it's gone. Right. They, they, you're, you're not locked out of your browser or your computer or anything. Right. So that's the light version. But I just thought it was uh, funny about this, though. They said that the uh, uh, the extensions were like .redum and .grinch and .thanos. Okay, so they're very uh, funny uh, names. But also, they said, okay, they, they give you they demand a ransom in exchange for the decryption key, and they want to be paid in Bitcoin of all things. All right, and they said they cl they claim that the, the price goes up based on how quickly the victim gets in touch via email. I just thought that was like, yeah, that you, know? you could tell right automatically. If somebody wants Bitcoin, you know, you know that's an infection guaranteed. Nobody run, nobody has that many people know about Bitcoin. And and they said that the fact that the campaign is still ongoing means that unfortunately they're finding people to get these payments from. Yep, but it's just a clean. Just take it to your tech tech support, and they'll clean it up for you. Yeah, and they said, like, well, did you mention Tycoon? No, I haven't. Because they said researchers suggest that Tycoon could be potentially linked to another form of ransomware called Dharma. Really? Also known as uh, Crisis. Due to similarities in the email addresses, names of encrypted files, and the text of the random note. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Yeah, you also got to be careful too on through ransom notes and stuff like that through emails because they sometimes they'll send you emails um, and you click that link and then you automatically get infected. And it takes you straight to a website, yes. But behind the scenes... Is, is, and isn't that called phishing? Yes. Sometimes it's phishing, but phishing sometimes is also... You could have a, a website of like, let's say, um, same thing like Google's, and but the, the word at the top is incorrect. Do you, uh, just by opening up the email, do you get Correct. infected? Correct. You could actually so get infected instantly. So even though they have links in there, just by opening up and to see Correct. what's in the email, you get infected? Correct. Same thing on your phone. Well, that's good to know because I've, I've opened up many an email that I probably shouldn't have opened up. Then. If you don't, if you did not request something from somebody, you do not click the link. I'm also thinking, guys, in like the next month or so of changing my, uh, my email provider because I'm still on like ancient AOL.com. I feel like AOL gives my email address to everybody. And, I, and I feel like I, uh, I, they don't keep any spam out. So I end up opening up emails that I never should open. I thought AOL was gone already. <laughs> it still exists. It's ancient. I, I got it from back from like the dial up days. And I never, Damn. <laughs> I had an AOL account, but I don't know if I still have that login. <laughs> well, I had a previous one that I made back in like middle school, but then I changed it in college. I went to a different one, but yeah. <laughs> okay, well, this pretty much wraps up this topic. So let's see what people are, are saying because the chat is blowing up right now. I don't know if you've seen that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. They're having their conversation about viruses. <laughs> Will this warrior fix rant? Viruses on ransomware. I've never tested Disk Warrior. I will probably make a video on Disk Warrior on that. So let me make a note on that. I'm going to take notes. And you can also go back to see this uh, this chat at the end of when the video goes live. 
Okay, I will. I will do that. Again. I will look at the chat again on Discord. On Discord, I saw. I'll be making some videos on this, and I will purposely getting my computer infected just <laughs> Mike, for you guys. But Mike said, there's a golden rule in IT. If it's connected, it has vulnerabilities. Correct. Oh, I agree with him because is ever bulletproof. I was one time surfing the web, and I just went to uh, abc.com. As soon as I went to abc.com. Because you know, whenever you go to the website, your ports open up. As soon as your port opens up, uh, somebody that's listening off of that port, like not just waiting, sending signals out, it's waiting yep. for that port to open. As soon as that port opens up, just for that website, a virus seeps in. Nobody knows that. So you just get infected just for even going to a, a, a site that you know. But you said just by opening the email. Correct. How does opening just the email? How does that? It's the website. Know? The website you go to and it automatically. Oh, but emails. you're saying if I open up an email, but I didn't click on anything. Correct. You, they can't get, you can't. Okay. So I haven't been fished that way. By but not if you have the preview open, you could yeah. have, you could have, you could be infected. Interesting. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would just automatically delete it. I wouldn't even bother to open it. I never open emails. Well, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Like some of them are really good where they're like, you know, like where they've, uh, you know, in infiltrated, they, they pretend to be your friends and different stuff. Like they yes. have like, they have like on Facebook, they make like profiles that are identical to your friends, you yes. know, with like, and then they, they say, Hey, I, you know, they say something that it sounds reasonable because they do a lot of research on the person that they're, that they're pretending to be. I even those people, I actually managed to, uh, ask them, where did I meet you? Where did I meet you? Where did I, what time did I, we meet at this lunch? What time I'll ask them questions that only that person would know. And they, <laughs> I they should never respond. have done it. I should never have friended them. I friended them and then I defriended them, but I, I checked, I should have gone to their page, the person who like, you know, and then, cause I, if I had gone there, he 20 minutes earlier, he was telling people that someone had, had hacked him and was pretending to be him. So he was sending it out to everybody. And, uh, but I said to them, Oh, Sounds interesting because the guy was saying like there's some opportunity for me and I'm like oh it sounds interesting and then that's all I left it at because like and then I contacted that friend to see if, what was going on. <laughs> yeah, like Mike was saying here, not necessary. There's been years of Apple devices being jailbroken. Jailbroken will not work. Uh, yeah, jailbroken would be an issue, you know. But if the ransom targets Linux, I'm not sure if. Apple is using Linux. I think they're using a bunch. I think they're using Unix. Or is it Linux? This is the big blank area. Apple. Probably doesn't target Apple because it's not relevant to what they want. Exactly. Because Apple uses a different type of coding. I know that because I, I do a little bit programming on, on the Apple base. Um, but I've never done Apple like to hardware wise use but software application wise yes i'm not that's still a great area for me still a great area yeah it, it, josh is funny yeah you always see on like the dr phil show you see all these people who are like who are have these email conversations with and the people are like it's broken english and they're like they're romantically involved with the person that they're sending money like the princess of naboo or yep, yep. <laughs> the prince of egypt but it is it's it's sad it's people scamming people it's it's happened it happens all the time so <laughs> yeah like yeah 
And like Mike was stating here too, Mark Josh says, so why do they they more likely target PCs? Well, p target PCs because it's number one. Everybody has Windows PCs. Isn't that right, Joe? Yeah, I've never had a Mac. So, And I, all my brothers always had PCs. And the only reason why my brother got a Mac was somebody gave it to him as a, as a gift. Yeah, so. I've, I've run Windows. Everybody that I know, all my friends, clients I've ever had all have Windows. But people that move over to Mac are because they got tired of having viruses and stuff like that. Yeah, I and could see Apple having like specific applications like security or creativity. But then for like the general person, they're like, I want more performance and I don't want to pay the premium to have the Mac for the same performance, you know? So yeah, for, and, for less performance, you know? Correct. PCs are also a lot cheaper than Mac. So you're going to have a lot more targeting to PC than anything else. Because a lot of people think that using Windows Defender is like the main antivirus. Windows Defender is not an antivirus, guys. You cannot use that. You have to download or pay for antivirus. What what is it? What Windows? What Defender? is Windows Defender? What is it's, it classified as? It's a, it's like part antivirus and part something else malware, but and and uh, I forgot pup p um, potentially unwanted programs. It detects that stuff, but it doesn't really do efficient efficient as an antivirus. So basically, if you're silly like me, like I did in my in my younger years. And you disable it because you can't get into your game because it's talking about firewalls and you don't know which port to enable or disable because the game's just like saying, disable all your, your firewalls to get into the game. You're going to be pretty vulnerable. Correct. Like also Mike says, Linux makes up infrastructures and a lot of users, use servers use Linux. Well, that's a yes and no. I worked at, worked in a, at a education and we've uh, every school that I've been to, they've used Windows servers. But if you're using for business purposes, like big corporates and stuff like that, you're using Linux, and and using a lot of Linux backend and a lot of of Cisco equipment use Linux based operating systems because I do do I do programming on Cisco routers and switches. So they are using like a Linux based operating system back, which you can actually infect the network through that in the rest of the infrastructure. So yes, you are right, Mike. Hey, uh, Renee, I was going to say some, sometime in the future, uh, I should, uh, you should maybe help me do like a virtual drive, right? Like a virtual operating system. And I'll, I'll download Linux because I've never messed around with Linux. My, my brother messes around with Linux, but oh, that's fine, he, man. He, he never was patient enough to want to like teach me how to use Linux. Or I never was curious actually then, but now I'm actually kind of like, it's, I want to try it. It's complicated for the first time. Yeah. I've developed apps in Ubuntu before and Linux, which Linux is part of Ubuntu. You know, everybody uses Ubuntu as Linux. And... And it's it's for the first time it's complicated, but then once you start using it, downloading stuff, you know, it's becomes a lot easier over time. Yeah. The the one thing I didn't like about Apple is I just didn't like when I saw you talking about your you know I did your share screen. I didn't like the simplicity of like they're using colors for uh for minimize or something like that. I, and I oh actually I looked at some of like uh, some settings. That were on like like Discord or different apps, yeah. And it looked unfortunately too dumbs down on Apple products. Like, like half the settings weren't available in Apple. Like, 
if you kind of like look at like maybe your your uh, microphone or some other things, there's a lot of things that they don't. The versatility of PC is you can customize a lot more than you can with a Mac. They really do keep it simple in the Mac. Yep, it is. It's very very simple. It's it's not hard at all. And so it's good that way if you you just want to plug and play. But if you if you're like oh, I got to tweak something, that setting might not be there. Correct. Definitely. And then let's see. You uh, see, Apple doesn't have much problems because their OS has more layers of security. Yes, but they have also have smaller market share for developing viruses for it is not as profitable. They want numbers. And then Josh, stop opening that one is enlarged. Mike's makes sense. Da, 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 da. Actually, yeah, Mike, put, Josh was saying that it's, uh, you know, in photography, it's a standard to use Mac. Correct. I use Mac for my, for my Photoshop edits. That's why I have my iMac. I use my iMac more for streaming and photo editing and my, 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 um, MacBook Pro I use for a lot of editing, which I should use a little bit of my desktop a little bit more. Yeah, it's a lot easier. To, it's a lot. I'm not going to lie. I use Windows versus Mac. Window, Mac, Mac is a lot easier to use, a lot more smoother to use for photo editing because of the mouse scrolling. You have options. You can zoom in everything through here at an easy glance. A lot much so, easier. So because you've used Mac and PC a lot. What does PC offer that you, that you really like about PC? PCs I like because you could actually change more parts. It's inter- more interchangeable more than everything else. On virtual Mac, you can't do nothing. You're just pretty much stuck with whatever they have built in. That's it. So you're saying that there's a little bit less variety? Correct. Like for like uh, extra applications like or different things you can plug in or... It's the same. You could have the plug in the same devices, same everything, the same. But, the, but there's a but... Or somebody in the comments say something that you can't have, you cannot plug in. A, I don't know if today you could do that still, but as to what I know, you cannot plug in a, a Windows external drive into a Mac and a Mac drive into a Windows, a USB drive. You can't, it, you can't edit. You can't, you can't do none of that stuff. Yeah. So it's you're 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 going into an ex- exclusive platform, which Correct. makes everything more expensive. Correct. And if you're using that technology to make money, then it makes sense. But if you don't, then for the average person, it might not make sense. You know, <laughs> and that's probably why again the PCs are more vulnerable. Correct, uh, because like like I said, you, you can't really make like Josh says too. You can't make really much hardware changes on a Mac versus Windows. Windows, you could just take it out and do it again, and yeah. redo everything. You could reseed memories. You could do every uh, change graphics cards, CPUs. You could do all that stuff. And Macs, you can't. And that makes Windows more susceptible to, like, because they're giving more access to more more vendors. More, uh, it's almost open source Windows. And uh, Windows have given out Windows 10 for free, so that gives hackers of free access to <laughs> access to to it you know and test more yeah. products yeah i never thought about that it's like when they come out with the next windows if they didn't make that free then it would actually make the platform stronger 
Yeah, because that's what it's. Because I upgraded from Windows Seven to Ten because they offered it for free. And then I got the like the Pro edition because for some reason they were like, yeah, you want the Pro or the Home? And I'm like, okay, I'll take the Pro. <laughs> yeah, like my like like I was saying, like my drive, my hard externals, they they it works on both of them, both platforms, like my Windows and Mac. But I can't like Josh says, both can read Fat Thirty Two. They both could read it, but you can't write on it. You can't edit files. You can't add documents to it. As to what I, I, I was able to, unless I need to factory reset my Windows drive. Like I said, I haven't, this is my first time playing with wrong with Mac. So I haven't really messed with it. And I know on my Mac, I can't plug it into my Windows and it won't, it won't let me add anything to it. And I don't know if I need to change the format on it or what. Maybe I need to get, maybe I need to get some more knowledge on Mac. <laughs> it's a, like Mike says to have a USB drive completely interchangeable between two computers. You have to use fat 32 Mac's got the ability of opening NTFS drives. I'm not up to date on Mac OS. All I know is that I could open up files and do everything. I cannot write to that drive. I could access the files. I just cannot, I cannot like copy. I need this file put in here. It won't let me some apparent reason. I don't know if I need to change the it changes them to 532 or what. I don't I'm not sure. I need to look into it more. I'm just like I said, I'm just starting this Mac world. I started this Mac world in 2018, guys. <sighs> Was it 2018? No, 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 2019. I just started this Mac world 2019. So I've been on it for about a year and a half. So yeah, and I, I, last week I talked about it too, about myself buying a cheap Mac. So I think this week, because last week, I, I think I told you guys, my PC, my power supply went down. I didn't have time to like think about it. But I think I'm going to look on eBay now or somewhere and look for a used Mac and try to find out like what's a good deal for a used Mac. I want to get like, just so I can play around with the operating system and get more custom with it. Yeah, and also too... Um... Um, you you talk about application. Let me go to application on Mac versus Windows. Mac versus Windows. Okay, man, this is a whole different story. When I use OBS to stream this stream right now, I had to. I have to have a third-party application in order for this stream to work because I could I could capture my audio, but I cannot capture Joe's. Joe's audio will not be captured on OBS on Mac unless I download this third-party app. Because there is no capture desktop audio like in Windows, you have to you have to download this program in order for it to recognize that desktop app, desktop sounds, and actually push out the audio. That's how I had to do it. And if I'm if I for, I forget these settings because they're already default, I'm like once you change add it, you don't have to do it over and over again, so you forget. So every time every time I stream, I mess up so much. So it yeah, I I, I find that weird that you that OBS didn't have that and, or that Mac doesn't allow that. It's it makes it a little bit complicated when you have to find different apps to port in. Yeah. It's very, it's very interesting. So like, where is it? Uh, Josh says he's going to test it out tonight. So let me know Josh, if it works. And Mike, and Mike says it was on hack. I was on my hackintosh heard about it but i don't know what it is um 
I think it's good to know both, especially if you're in the tech world. I, I said the same thing because when I've been in the tech industry for about 13 years, I have a lot of experience. I started off as tech tech repair down low level, and I ended up as a network admin. I was managing networks, phones, uh, IP, VoIP, uh, virtual virtual networks. I was I set up all that up. And then I never in my whole world, I've touched Linux, I've done everything. I just never touched um, and Cisco routers and stuff like that. I've never touched, ever touched a Mac computer. Ever. <laughs> They're almost, almost like nine years into this industry. Never have I once touched a Mac. I've touched Windows 3.1. I've touched Windows 95, 98, me, 2000, XP, you know, uh, Windows, X, uh, Windows Millennia. I think that's what it was called. Windows, that's Windows me. And then uh, touched every single operating system. And I worked on them, but never touched a Mac. And I finally touched a Mac back in, uh, I forgot, I think it was 2013 or something like that. I had to replace a hard drive. Replace the hard drive. That's when it was hard drive still at the time. So I replaced the hard drive in and I got it working, you know. And then I worked for Apple recently, you know. And I got more experience working for Apple, you know learn more the Mac world, you know, and I, now I own a Mac and I, 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 I'm doing a lot of testing on Mac. I'm always testing on Mac, you know, always. And it sucks. It feels like if I'm just still new to it and I'm always screwing up somehow. You can't screw yeah, up a Mac. <laughs> he said a Hackintosh is basically where you, a project where you install Mac OS on a PC hardware. He said it's tricky. I heard about it. I've heard about Buy the that. right parts, and he said like it's like ninety percent like the real thing. Interesting. I gotta. I guess I gotta try it out. There's a there's, you know, there's a big community that I wasn't aware of. I didn't know about the community, but I knew about it. Oh. I've heard about it, but I just no no know nothing about it. I didn't know there was even hardware. Should we go on to it. the the last topic? Yeah, let's jump on to the last topic. So the last topic is uh, phone upgrades. So oh, that's interesting. New technologies coming. Gonna come to the Android. Uh, you know, we've used to we used to be on like thirty-two nanometer. Now we have, phones have seven nanometer, and could get down to five nanometer soon. You know, it's gonna be like because AMD is ramping up to try to go to push to five nanometer, and so we're, we're gonna see it on phones before we see it on the computer. You know, so uh, they think twenty twenty one is where we can see these these new improved androids faster cpu faster gpu i can't wait for that industry because that that that's going to bring this whole uh whole gpu cpus to the android a whole do a whole new level of gaming a yeah, whole new cool. world of gaming um or 3d more 3d graphics going to bring out the whole world like that yeah really quickly josh has a question for you um, he said, uh, do you use a uh, sound siphon or sound flower to play the desktop audio? Sound flower. Sound flower. Yeah. I have to use sound flower. I've tried using sign siphon, but I didn't know how, how it works. I, I don't even know where to get it. I tried downloading it once and it didn't, it didn't work. I couldn't get any display anything. I don't, I don't know if I downloaded the right file. Hopefully I didn't get my Mac infected somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Give access to my computer, to the, to the hacker. <laughs> so the interesting thing that you thought was pretty cool is that the uh is that amd is teaming up yeah with, that's uh, 
that is a good part because like I know I hear everybody say and uh, since I, I know a little bit about a little bit about AMD that AMD's graphics cards we all know that it's good they're good but they suck on drivers you know I heard so many complaints Joe could Joe could admit that he's had yeah. what you've had some experience oh yeah my my brother he bought the uh I told him because our family's always bought Nvidia and we've bought a ton of amd cpus like we bought like the bulldozer like the 6300 the 8350 cpus but we never bought nvidia uh gpus because of the the temperature always about the temperature the high temperatures but the worst part is not the temperatures but the drivers and my brother i, I convinced him over several years of beating him down saying give amd a chance give amd a chance even though i never bought amd and he finally bought a 5700 XT, and then the drivers weren't working. And he had to go back to a previous driver that was really old. And eventually, it gave him so much headache that he ended up getting the 2070 Super back to stable NVIDIA drivers. Because just like him, I've never had a problem with NVIDIA drivers. They've always been stable. Like, you plug, you install the new driver, it plays, never had any problems at all. But... You know, when you buy a new graphics card, you want the drivers to work. And that yeah. just it, it ruins the experience. You buy like a $500 graphics card and it doesn't work. Yep. You have to go to drivers that are like five months old. A CPU doesn't have that problem. So I recommend AMD CPUs for anybody who wants them. But until AMD gets their act together for GPUs, at least for the gamer, I would recommend it. If you... If if you're very good at troubleshooting, then maybe you can find a driver that works. But otherwise, uh, you know, keep the AMD GPUs for like the servers, the the farms, uh, the phone companies. You know, with like putting them into these uh, these cell phones, right? Because these phones have to work. So, you know, the compatibility issue is going to be less compared to having a driver that works for video games. Yeah. Yep, definitely. I'm really interested in all this, this news. But yeah, stuff. like this, this, this new technology is pretty exciting. Um, they said it's going to be more powerful, right? Up to we can expect like 30 percent more power. Correct. Um, I'm personally, I personally think my phone has enough computing power that I would be in the camp that actually wants them to be more efficient. You know. I want the longer, like, you know, I mean, it goes along with the battery, but I want longer battery life. The thing is on the battery life, the more you use for, the more you use it for gaming and more for graphics, the more time, the more you kill your battery, the faster you kill it. Yeah. I would, I, for me on my phone, I've never game on my phone for any kind of game. It would only be YouTube or, or browsing the web. And, and email and stuff so i want more uh it already does all the stuff i need for like watching a video i don't need any more compute power i just need more efficiency right i i i'm actually i'm like a diehard fan for getting cpus and gpus as small as possible using the least amount of wattage it's kind of like a fetish for me yep but uh yeah they were using uh it's competing against ARM CPUs. Um, yep. Saying that like pr they prior they prioritize power over efficiency. So, 
Um, I think this is like, it's AMD and Samsung coming back saying, hey, we got the power too. Yep. We got the computing power. If you need it, we'll give it to you. Yep. But yeah, these are going to come in 2021. And uh, yeah, pretty exciting because, you know, once it comes to the phones, that's going to come to the PC and the Mac. And that's uh, and that's where we're going to have the uh, the Ryzen 5000 series and the Intel 11th gen having the battle. Yeah, probably like five nanometer AMD and like seven nanometer Intel. I wonder how they're going to integrate this with 5G and AI. This whole AI, this whole new graphics and new uh, processor and everything. Means to be seen. I don't really know. That's a guess. But it's yeah. I mean, anybody else want to test? uh, It's people. They're they're moving to they're moving to five nanometer faster than people thought. So I'm not sure. Like once you get past five nanometer, uh, you get you start having a lot of uh, power leakages. So they're using like, oh, I can't remember the term right now. There's some lithography, some special lighting they have to do to make five nanometer work and below that. And I don't know, are we going to run into the, the limit where we're like, oh, we have to do five, five nanometer plus, five nanometer plus, 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 because we can't get down to three nanometer. But I think there were some promising um, rumors that three nanometer is probably possible. Yeah, the smaller things they get, the more harder it is. Yeah, all that energy is starting to leak because you're, you're starting to get down to like, they said, I think it was like the, the electrons or I can't remember exactly what's, what's leaking, you know, like, yeah, you're at the point, you're at the point almost of atom size at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, so, I don't know what that size of energy is in reality, but three nanometers, man, that's, that, that seems so tiny. <laughs> so what's going to, what's going to happen when we go down to one nanometer? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i thought about it like i've read articles like a year or two ago um about like how you know we're already pushing the envelope with like seven and five and i thought five was going to be a little bit longer it was going to be taking a while but amd and I, I was it samsung i don't exactly or was it, it was somebody else um somebody had the five nanometer which was like you know like because intel's still working on their like 10 nanometer and people are speculating as to whether Intel is going to just kind of use that or just skip that and go down to their, uh, they had some 10 nanometer, but like they just skip it. And, and cause AMD is going to go too far ahead of them. If they do like five nanometer, yeah. and they, they have to go, they have to go find some seven nanometer because <laughs> they like, they did all the stuff in house, you know, versus AMD let someone else develop the, the millimeter technology mm-hmm. and then just buys it or licenses it. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I probably mentioned it once, but Josh and Mike, if you don't know, uh, I'm getting a new CPU and uh, just excited about how efficient it is. It's going to be the the 10,400, the uh, i5, and it's like it's six cores, 12 th- threads for a max wattage of 78, which is amazing compared to my previous computer, the FX 8350 that drew like 300 watts at full usage with a gaming, right? 
and it only had eight threads. And they said it was like, oh, I didn't tell you about this, Renee. It said it had like eight cores, right? But I recently cashed in my check because there was a lawsuit against AMD for misleading, saying that there was false advertising, saying that the 8350 was actually eight cores, but it was, it was more like the hyper-threading. It's like four cores with hyper-threading to eight threads. And I, I, they won the lawsuit, and I got a $30 check, and I cashed that in. Damn. <laughs> so, like, people are thinking, like, oh, if all, these, all these people claim in. The more, the more people who come, claim in, in a, on a mass lawsuit, you know, the less the check's going to be to everybody else. Yep. But I was actually surprised that I got $30 back. So it helps to, to pit, put, put your name into those things sometimes, you know? Yeah, definitely. Because I'm not sure about you if you knew about this, but like I had bought like the uh, the Nvidia 970 back when people were complaining about like only having 3.5 gigahertz. Oh no, the, no, sorry, not 3.5 gigahertz. Sorry, 3.5 gigs of virtual RAM when it, when it, they're advertising it as four, and I actually got a refund from Newegg. I gave it to them, right? I sent it back to them, and they refunded me because I wasn't gonna like. It was the same thing. It was like people are advertising this for, but it's actually worse. And actually, when it tapped into that last gig, it would actually perform worse. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, um, if we uh, exhausted this topic, yeah, I think so. And um, Mike asks a question. Uh, Apple uses their own. Well, Josh, I mean, what's an iPhone? What's in the iPhone? A2 or something? I think it's A2. I'm correct on the iPhone. I'm not sure on that one. Um, but I do know that uh, Apple just bought, uh, hired somebody. They're going to be making their own custom chips in the near future. So I don't know if, the, if that might be the reason there might be a delay on the iPhone on the next series. Did you uh, see his, uh, he said best laptop for streaming? Where is that at? Josh was talking about, uh, need to be, he needs to be mobile. Oh, on the top, more further up. Oh, no, at the very bottom, very bottom. Best laptop for, oh, for streaming. Okay, Q&A time. Best la laptop PC for streaming. You need to have a high processor. A good intense processor um, for all the tasks that you have running. Like my iMac, it's running efficient, just not enough. I had to make a lot of changes onto the custom on the sync time due to, I think, to my processor being um, so old. And yeah, Josh, uh, Josh it, it kind of depends on like what resolution you want. Mm -hmm. You know, like do you want 1080p or you want 4K? 4K? So some of them are like it's interesting. The price difference is not much difference because they have like really high frame rate 1080p. They're like they're selling like laptops with 240 frames per second, or they're selling like 4K 60. <laughs> so he, he was joking about a Chromebook. <laughs> I actually Chromebooks actually serve like really good purposes 
yeah. even though they're like really limited. Like my, my, uh, I have a relative who I help them with their computer all the time. They need my help. So the Chromebook is actually good because they're less likely to download viruses or, or, or mess things up on the computer. And so it's pretty, it's pretty user-friendly that way. It's like, it's a touch screen and it's just sort of like simple. So. Yeah. Like Josh asked here too, is that better than the i9? Well, AMD is a lot better than Intel's in a way. It depends on what you're, what you're trying to aim for. Like me and me and Joe talked about this earlier today that the, the i9, you only run, you only get like, what, like 12 core, 12 cores or something like that. I don't even know exact number on the i9. That's the new thing. I know that oh, the, I, the i9 is uh is 10 cores. Okay, you get 10 cores on there, but on on AMD if you get the Ryzen 9, the prices are kind of expensive. You get the i9, the if you get the R9, which is a Ryzen 9, you get uh you'll get either 12 core or a 16 core. But on the 12 core you'll get 30 uh, tw- uh 24 threads and then on a 16 you'll get 32 threads. And also on that, if you get, because Windows uses uh, one to eight cores on um, Windows itself and in anything after eight or nine or something like that, you'll, it, you, it uses for, um, you could actually assign, assign uh, each um, application its own processor. So window that, that you could do that on Windows. You can't do that on Mac. Mac doesn't support AMD at this point in time on processors. You can't really change that. Yeah, I was for streaming. You have to have at least six cores. Um, I would I would recommend I, that. I've tried it on. You can try it on four, but it's really not. Uh, I've seen other people do like depending on what you're streaming. If you're streaming games. Uh, you have to have at least six. And which uh, which, if I'm correct, of course for that I I uh, I five would be perfectly enough, or I seven. Yeah, I five like the i five like the ten four hundred or the or the ten six hundred k, you know, um, or the or the Ryzen uh, five thirty six hundred. Um, but yeah, I would per- personally, I considered getting a laptop compared to the desktop because I was kind of frustrated with power supplies and having to put a computer together and everything. I was like, what if I want to just put it all together, you know? But then I was thinking. Whatever I put into this laptop is going to be, it's going to be hindered by like the space, right? Yep. And like get 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 dust in there anyway. The laptop will still get dust in there and stuff. And I don't know. I just saw some pessimistic things. Some people saying that like, have you ever had like, like a, a kind of like a gaming laptop or anything? People are saying like you expect like two to three to four years out of them, you know, depending on how well you treat it, you know. Yeah, I've never had a gaming. My brother's had his gaming PC for like five years. Yeah, but if I was if I was getting a streaming uh, laptop, I would go for 32 gigs of RAM, um, just because. <sighs> depends on how many like tabs you're opening up on different browsers. You know, you don't and, you want to make sure and get the latest processor. Don't get don't get like a Gen five processor or Gen four. If you get an Intel, yeah, get something yeah, make latest. Sure, make sure you get the 10th gen Intel or the, uh, oh, I don't even know. What is the, the, you get the third gen Ryzen. Yeah. Don't go for the older stuff because it's weird. Like they actually sell the older stuff like at similar prices, right? Like at Micro Center, you can buy uh, really old laptops and they're like as expensive as the new stuff. 
which is totally confusing to a consumer because it's the same price and the product is way slower. And mm -hmm. so, actually, a, a, a micro center employee said, he actually told me, he's like, don't buy this one. This one's like seven years old. And, then, and I was like, oh, I didn't, I, I was just like glancing at it. And he came up and said, said don't even like, because I was looking for like notebooks, like really small, you know, like for class, you know? Yeah. And he's like, this one will run way faster. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like on a Mac, you could actually get a Mac for a piece for a streaming and you'll be fine. If you get an i5, don't get an i3. i3 suck. Uh, no offense. Uh, get my my Mac. iMac is an i5. It performs very well, but it's a late 2012 model, so it it has a lot of issues and uh, it can't do a lot of what I what I could do on my Windows PC. I could do all my streaming right here. I could do perfectly fine on my MacBook Pro. I could do it perfectly fine, but I can't do it on my desktop. My desktop limit limits me to what I could do because my desktop only has eight gigabytes, gigabytes, gigabytes of Ram and a terabyte hard drive, which I just swapped to SSD. You know, you could, you could actually get away with an i5. So that's what I explained, but I Mac Macs are a little bit different. They play in a different ball game because Macs are a lot more user-friendly and there you could load and stream and do things on the go and everything's faster but you could also do it on windows pc the same yeah like uh like my, mike and uh, josh are having the conversation about g-sync for laptops you know um they do like the new if you want to get like if you wanted to put g-sync in a laptop to help with with streaming to like make less like so you get more for your bang, like the, mm -hmm. the, the image quality is a little bit less, but it, it's taxing to your system less. Um, the new, um, the 3000, no, the 2000, the 2000, the RTX 2060 and above, yeah. that has the new encoder, the new InVinc that is very efficient. Yeah. But if you get, I, I believe if you get uh, older than the, the RTX 2060, then it, it, that's not supported. It's like, they used Nvidia's always had like a different type of ink for uh, uh, encoding on the GPU for streaming, but they came out recently with a, an updated warp version that's way more efficient and better. So oh. you want to get the you want to get the latest. Uh, you don't need like a you don't need like a twenty eighty Ti on your laptop, but you should have like a twenty uh, RTX twenty sixty at least. So this GC gets part of the Nvidia's application. So what is isn't G Sync part of uh, Nvidia's software? Um, or is yeah, that additional. It's 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 hardware that's on like the monitor or your laptop or your you you buy a monitor that has a G Sync, uh, like a chip. And versus FreeSync, which is an open source thing that has been out for a while and then AMD, it wasn't supported by a lot of monitors and then it finally got, you know, there's FreeSync 2, which if you're going to buy like a monitor, if you're going to go into FreeSync versus G-Sync, FreeSync 2, you, you don't want to sacrifice and go down to FreeSync. You want to get FreeSync 2. You, you want to get the latest. Like, save yourself a headache. Interesting. See, I didn't know about this. I'm still new to like, I've been out of the industry for a while. Like, you know, in the tech side, you know, because I've been, I worked at my last two years, I've worked for a help desk and I worked for something else, but I still kept up with some of my old stuff and kept up myself up to date, try to catch back up, but I'm too far be behind on this latest. 
But because this is part of gaming and part of a different type of industry, more custom, I'm out of this in, in this side of the industry. That's all right. I, I, I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm kind of handling it. I'm kind of not because like, I, but you, you did really good with like, you, you're really hardcore with like the, the, the spy, you know, like the, the malware, the viruses. Oh, man. Uh, but I would say that you at least need a six core. Um, eight core is a bit more of a stable uh, experience. Yeah. I don't think you need more than an eight core uh, for streaming on a laptop. Yeah. I think you go beyond that and you're um, just, it's going to pay a lot of a big price and uh, it's just going to, uh, it's going to be uh, thermal throttled anyway on that laptop. Yep. Because when you go like beyond like <laughs> six to eight cores, you go beyond that on a laptop and uh, you know, it's hard enough to cool that stuff on the PC. Yeah. Yeah, like Mike even says, even I with o over ten years of PC experience, I still ask stuff over there. But I also answer questions on there. Yeah, I ask so many questions, so many times. I annoy people with questions. I have to know yeah. why. Yeah, yeah. Tom's hardware. You can like you get like some really silly answers sometimes on Quora, but you can do that. Uh, Linus Tech Tips has some pretty good forums. So, yeah, just ask and. You ask and you shall receive. Yep, always ask the questions. There's never a dumb question. I always say that too. Never, there isn't. There isn't. You just might be. You just might. It just might sound dumb, but it's not dumb. Well, it, it's like you're coming. Everybody's coming in the conversation at a different point. Yeah. Uh, take care, Josh. Yeah, this is pretty much ending the stream too. So, uh, thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, I hope to see y'all next weekend. Next weekend is going to be on his channel. Yep, we're, we switch we switch back and forth. This week is on Blazing Tech. Next week it'll be on Tech We Love. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to be uh, having some mic changes, uh, some computer opponents change. I'll tell you how it went with installing my PC. So. Yeah, and also too, I will post the links down below about the antiviruses and stuff like that. And if you want to see other videos that you want me to post on here or him post, you know, we'll, we'll make some videos. Just comment down below and we'll do, we'll actually post some stuff. Yep. Oh, and then also remember, uh, we're, uh, we're also, uh, doing a giveaway. Oh month. yeah. So you can enter the giveaway. We'll probably have the giveaway in the, in the description. Um, so it's, uh, it's $10, uh, giveaway this month and then it goes up $5 each month, uh, on in uh july it'll be 15 so you can enter that if you want it's just a fun way of uh member appreciation yeah also too don't they these the, 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 even if they participate this month they're still in it for the following month right and after that they have to enter every month it's it's too complicated with gleam gleam doesn't let you like carry over you have to enter each month oh really yep interesting so. um, all right that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, peace out, and make sure to subscribe to our channel, guys. See you guys next time. Yep, take care. Have a good week.